I think you're going to have a big week. Uh, you have you have uh, a match with Lady Frost that's airing on Ring of Honor TV. Yes. Uh, today, as we're recording, Grand Slam's coming up. Uh, you're advertised for Collision. I know you're on the poster. Uh, I don't know what you'll be doing, but I assume you'll be in State College this weekend doing something cool. Uh, and then some other AEW events coming up that I do want to talk about, but first and foremost uh you know you, you've had a great year so far owen hart cup win that awesome feud with athena um you main evented pay-per-views first new japan strong women's champion uh i know you talked about uh i forget the interview but you talked about being consistent being looked at uh dependable uh, as a dependable wrestler do you feel like you're becoming more confident in being that dependable performer after you had all of these accolades or does that does that that success get measured in your mind in a different way um it's i think the thing that can be difficult is there are so many players being rotated in and out and sometimes you could be on like a really hot streak, like July, for example, right? I did New Japan. I won Owen Hart Cup. Uh, I had that Athena match and it just felt like all this momentum was shifting uh, in this really high upward trajectory for me. And that was all very exciting. Um, but like my face was plastered all over the place for the whole month. And it's like, okay, this is Willow time. But like, Okay, Statlander won the TBS title. We have to get her face in there. We have to get her in the mix. Uh, we've had our women's champion turnover probably two times since that with Sheeta and now Soraya uh, getting time. And so as much as I feel like I am a part of the fold and I am definitely one of the, uh, I guess, mainstays at Collision and Ring of Honor and I'm, I'm happy to be with the team part of that. I really like getting to see other women also kind of take the forefront. Um, I was able to take part at All Out in the Zero Hour. And I feel like all the work that I have done since then has been same thing, consistent, dependable. Um, I think as my opportunities and accolades increase, of course, that standard increases. So to your answer, your question, um, what consistency looks like should change and grow because I can be doing exactly the same thing I was at the beginning of the year. And technically that's consistent, but it's not at this new standard that I set for myself. So yes, I put more pressure on myself and um, hopefully I am knocking it out of the park whenever I get the opportunities. It's kind of an interesting dynamic because you're talking about consistency or you did at that time that you gave that answer, but then you also hear people talk about wrestling being cyclical or going in peaks and valleys. So it's like you had this attention in July and then somebody else is getting a little bit more, but like you, I would assume want to be involved in Grand Slam. I, I believe you're from Long Island. I am. Yes. <laughs> I, okay. So ultimately I think, where I'm at 
is I want to be viewed as a legitimate contender for the championship, right? I've uh, proven that I can win championships being the New Japan Strong inaugural women's champion and then winning the Owen Hart uh, Cup tournament this year. I've proven myself in the regards that I can uh, pull the trigger on something like this and walk out a winner and represent myself as a star. Um, so now it's just finding my, my way into positions like that where the opportunities are there and hopefully I could then cash in on them or uh, capitalize. And I've already had a title match this year at Forbidden Door. Um, so the only thing to do is keep that up and uh, hopefully make that happen. But I want I want to be a person who uh, people see and are asking, why isn't she in the main event picture for the women? Um, that is ultimately the question that I ask myself when I say, what aren't I doing? What do I need to do um, in terms of the growth and like not getting stagnant, but staying like consistently dependable? It's like, how do I go from just being dependable to being like that person? Mm -hmm. um, so I, I want people to see that way, me that way. And I want me to see myself that way, um, especially for big shows like Grand Slam, where it's like, of course, I want to show out in front of my home audience. Yeah. yeah. Wrestle Dreams, one of the other big shows coming up. Obviously, you have the New Japan connection with the title win. Tony said that the pay-per-view was sort of inspired by Anoki. So that's probably another show that, you know, you want to be involved in and probably another opportunity to find your way into and put yourself on the posters and, you know, ads, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, I would love that. Uh, right now I'm very excited to see how the card is shaping up. Uh, with Brian and Zach Sabre Jr. Like from a fan perspective, I'm like, oh man, that's super cool. Um, Swerve in uh, Hangman is something I'm really excited to see. Uh, Swerve mentioned in one of his most recent promos something about how like if he was given the opportunities that Hangman was, he would have been the first like Black AEW world champion by now. And that popped me. I was... Um, you know, we've obviously had like Jade Cargill be the inaugural TBS champion. We've had Nyla be the champion for uh, the women's championship. But I think it's it's always really interesting to see the way that diversity plays out within the company and um, any company at that. And uh, I don't I, had anything that was untrue. I think that's why it resonated so much because I think I think he could have been. Like, yeah, I think I think he is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh right now if he's he's playing the character of like a horror movie villain, I think he's doing it phenomenally. And I've been a fan of his since before he was even at the other company, you know, on the indies when I saw him at CCW before he even came out to Shock Khan, he was coming out to like Jackson Five, I want you back. And I just whole time I thought this guy was like one of the best all-around wrestlers, smoothest in the ring, and I think even uh, now still applies. Um, so I, I think there, like you said, there's truth to what he's saying. Is like if he was given the same opportunities, he would have already cashed in on them. And I think that's something that with Wrestle Dream approaching, 
um, full gear approaching, those are sentiments that kind of ring true to me, right? Like I want those same opportunities. Um, and that's not to say I haven't been given any, but listen, I'm, I'm hungry for more. <laughs> yeah. One of the reasons that uh, I, I became a fan of yours is because I remember, and this was probably a few years ago now, you talked about not being looked at, you know, filling a quota on a card and, you know, you, you uh, inspire different groups, whether it's people of color or being a woman or all. And I think it was women's wrestling talk that you made the comments. Mm -hmm. But I always just thought that was interesting because, you know, you, you weren't uh, afraid to get in front of that and be like, here's who I am. This is what you're getting. We need to break down those barriers. We need more of that. So do you feel like not just looking at those different demographics, but do you feel like you, you've been able to inspire different generations, so to speak, like age demographics? I sure hope so. Um, I think. I may have mentioned this in those interviews in the past, but when I first started wrestling, I felt like all of these things about myself, my size, my race, um, even my disposition, because I'm naturally a very nice person. I wouldn't say I'm a pushover, but I do think a lot of people view my kindness as like naivete and are willing to see how much they can push me around or take advantage of me before I say anything or push back. Um, so I think all of these things, when I first started wrestling for the first few years, I thought would be all the reasons where I wasn't where I am today. Um, and interestingly enough, I feel like all of those reasons are exactly the things that people resonate with me and have pushed me to excel the way I have. Um, and so, being in the position I am right now, like I talk to people who will tell me like my grandmother loves you. Like she used to love wrestling and she really resonates with you. I love you. Like just somebody who's my age. Um, people constantly telling me about their children. When I go to signings, talking to like girls who are like, you know, probably the youngest person who's watching wrestling and truly understanding it, maybe like four years old, to like 12 years old or so, all those girls that I interact with, it's like, I was you. Mm -hmm. I was you. And when I was watching wrestling, there wasn't somebody who looked like me for, to, to look up to, or even someone who uh, necessarily was targeted towards women because a lot of those women were largely sexualized. And that was the thing that was put at the forefront. And of course, like there's a level of empowerment in that. I see it today. So, hey. I, I would love to be considered sexy still through all that I do, you know, um, but that's not at the forefront of how I market myself. And so I definitely feel like younger children resonate with that, older generations resonate with that. And I hope that people coming up wanting to be a wrestler or whatever else, because at the end of the day, I don't want to just inspire people to become a wrestler or an athlete. I want them to believe that whatever they want to do, they can excel through the hard work and uh, authenticity of being themselves, um, no matter what it is that they do. I will say that uh, you have another fan in my house. My youngest daughter's four. 
her name is Willow. So Heck yeah. <laughs> he's ever, like literally since April, she'll ask me every single day if I'm going to see you because I saw you, I think, yeah, I think the first time was at Supercard and then I went to uh, Death Before Dishonor and she, every day she's like, are you going to watch Willow wrestle? <laughs> that makes me so happy. I've met only a few other people named Willow. So it's always a, an extra like, oh, heck yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I've ha pulled up the quote that I was talking about. Uh, I've never shied away from who I am because at the end of the day, I'm a big girl. I'm kind of weird and quirky. I'm a woman of color and I can't hide those things. So I embrace them all. And I try to put that to the forefront of my personality in wrestling and people seem to dig it. And I was like, yeah, I do dig that. Why hide it? <laughs> like that, th even as a parent, like embrace your, your characteristics and that, you know, that's a very general term, but like hearing you say that as a person in the spotlight, I was just like, like, why not get behind you? Like you're putting yourself out there. Like why not embrace it? And then thank you on a, on a, larger scale or maybe a, a you know like i keep hearing these conversations about orange cassidy and how he sort of appeals to the, the casuals or whatever and it's like i largely try to not pay attention to that conversation because it's like i like him so if i like him like that's all that matters but then it's like really cool yeah. to more to your point hearing like well, all these other people that you wouldn't expect like him, they like you, they like Danhausen. It's like, it's kind of really cool to sort of share wrestling with people in that respect where they're not like, oh, I have to like be as involved as you, but they see something that hooks them. And it's like, okay, now, now we have that bond. We have something to sort of talk about with each other. Yeah. To me, that's like the biggest compliment. If you tell me that you're non-wrestling fan was drawn to me in any way i'm like oh i'm i'm doing my job and then some uh so i've from the first time i heard that i was like that's the biggest compliment and i don't think my mind has changed at all on that that is um i think something people strive to do and i'm very fortunate that it comes effortlessly again just by being myself um and i think now with the bigger spotlight sometimes that can feel like a burden or a curse the whole being myself thing and not kind of fitting in or like smoothing out whatever weird edges I have um but I have to constantly remind myself like to not beat myself up for it but to be grateful again because it got me this far and um I wouldn't be happy if I was trying to be somebody else so I'm thankful uh what was was it just friend you ever see the just friends with uh ryan reynolds and anna ferris oh it's very possible that i have i have a mom terrible starts, memory when it comes to movies the mom starts singing a song she's like be yourself be yourself <laughs> that just went through my head i'm sorry well now i have to see it <laughs> it's it's good um a couple more questions for you one thing i did want to ask uh i mentioned the, the new japan strong title win mercedes monet was in the match uh she got injured during that um kind of talking about you wanting to be dependable what was going through your mind in the moment when that happened like obviously you have to sort of do something on the fly but 
how how do you sort of you know get out of your own head keep moving towards the end goal like getting you know the final result of the match but like still maintaining like okay i want to be looked at as dependable here's how i get there like do you, do you have like any real-time thoughts about how that happens or you know what all went down in that moment um i think i made that made make sense i i understand what you're saying um i think the worst thing that could happen in a match is you or your opponent get hurt you can have an absolute stinker of a match and beat yourself up about it and that's still not as bad as somebody walking away hurt um because at the end of the day we want to win but like not at the cost of somebody's health um so i think it threw me into a very weird moment of like this is a big opportunity for me this is a big moment i'm wrestling one of the biggest names in professional wrestling right now and um Obviously, she hurt her ankle. Uh, whether, like, I was directly involved in making that happen, whether I put her hands, her her foot and calf in my hand and snapped her ankle myself, or I was selling somewhere else in the ring, at the end of the day, people are going to look at it and say, "Oh, she got hurt in that match with Willow," and um obviously a bunch of like naughty words went through my head like oh whatever uh oh no this is bad um like on a professional level and also on a personal level you're like that's a person who is now in pain and will not be able to do their job for months um so there is like a panic that goes into that but at the end of the day I think remaining professionalism and just trying to find a way to get through the curtain on the other side as safely as possible and as smoothly as possible is um, something we all have programmed in us to do. And I think I did that as best as I could that night. Um, ultimately, the fight went in my favor that night. I walked away champion and it was a really great moment um, for my career. And personally, uh, it was really like moving to hear how much the fans were behind me because uh, I don't know. She, her, she's Snoop Dogg's cousin and she was in Long Beach, California. And yet people were saying I deserved it at the end of the night. Like I, I was not expecting that, uh, ovation, but, uh, as great as that was going back through the curtain and worrying about her was, was something that kind of sent me into a spiral. So it's a bittersweet moment for sure. Um, but I would like to think that I handled it as professionally as possible. And she is like the ultimate professional the way that I think she handled that and to have seen her in the crowd for all in. And uh, I know all the interest and uh, eyes that she still has on professional wrestling, being one of the biggest advocates and supporters for her best friend, Trin, like that's been so great to see her supporting Impact, uh, AEW, New Japan, wherever. Um, at the end of the day, we all love professional wrestling. That's why we do this. And to see her still uh, share that love through all of this. And I think that's great. 
I hope, I don't know. I feel like I kind of answered a few questions along the way, but I hope that somewhere in that we got um, the answer. We, we did. Not all I'm going to say about her is it's been amazing. And I think it reinforces what type of person she is. Like she's a star. I think seeing how much attention she commanded throughout last year and even this year, like she's constantly talked about and she's not even in the ring right now. Like imagine what it's going to be like when she is consistently back in the ring and she's healed. So I think that speaks to her work too. Um, I usually do a watch list feature and this is going to be my last question. Uh, is there a match that maybe you've had this year that you feel best represents your, your work to this point, or maybe one that you would sit down and show people like, here's the willow you're going to get every time any, any one stand out that you're really proud of. Um, I have two that come to mind um, because that same day that I wrestled Mercedes, I had uh, wrestled Momo Kogu in the first round of the tournament. And I think that that is probably top three favorite matches of all time. And it gets very overshadowed by the fact that I wrestled Mercedes that same night. I think Momo is an amazing competitor. I love that she uh, has come back to the U.S. to do that New Japan Impact crossover. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I would love to see her continue come to the United States to wrestle and have her fan base grow here and worldwide. Because not only is she someone who gives so much heart to professional wrestling, she outside of the ring has made me feel so comfortable when I was in Japan last. And she's just an amazing person. Um, and I feel like it's a very good match that shows the dynamic of my strength and her quickness um, in a nice, quick 10 minutes, easy peasy to watch and digest. Um, so from like a technical standpoint, that's my favorite. But the match that I had with Athena at this most recent Ring of Honor pay-per-view, I think, like, emotionally is my favorite. Mm. Um, of course, for being the first woman to main event a Ring of Honor pay-per-view, that's very important. Um, but I do feel like in Ring, I have a very special connection to Athena. Um, I think we have very good chemistry. I think she is the perfect foil for my happy-go-lucky, cheery self. She is incredibly hard-hitting and pulls that out of me. And um, I just think it is maybe my favorite or best match of this year or my life so far. You know, always want to say so far because <laughs> oh, <it's like> <laughs> who, who knows what's ahead. <laughs> I, I threw a couple scenarios out there. Like maybe we see you on some of the events I mentioned, but uh, I'm going to, it's not a match, but I'm going to add one more quick one to uh, end on, on a fun note. Go check out Willow's uh, Eddie Kingston promo. That was <laughs> from Starcast. <laughs> that that's uh, a hoot. I am. Um, I, that was all RJ city's idea. Cause he is a wacky quirky creative genius and when he approached me about it I was like oh I don't know and then I rewatched the promo I was like you know what I could do it we could do that uh and 
I didn't tell Eddie about it before it happened. And then I was like a little nervous to see him. <laughs> he was like, oh, it was horrible, but I loved it. And I was like, thank God. <laughs> Uh, as long as you got the compliment uh i know yeah. premier streaming network put it on social media so it's out there i'll include it uh anything else you want to plug before we get out of here i know we mentioned a bunch of upcoming stuff where can people follow you any appearances you have any of the sort um you can follow me at willow wrestles on twitter or x um instagram threads and tiktok even though i don't really use tiktok um and of course always watch aw on wednesdays on tbs at 8 p.m eastern time and watch rampage on fridays at 10 p.m eastern time and of course collision on saturday nights at uh 8 p.m yeah thank you very much for your time this has been a lot of fun uh best of luck in the future and i'm looking forward to checking out the match with Lady Frost tonight. Yeah, thank you so much, Bill. And uh, send my love to Willow. I will. <laughs> All right. Have a good day, you guys. Take care.